Today in Business from Wired. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives. But those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, this is the Spoken Edition of Wired. Palo Alto Networks has the broadest, most comprehensive cybersecurity for private cloud, public cloud, and SaaS environments because secure clouds are happy clouds. Protect yours today at go.paloaltonetworks.com slash secure clouds. The new FCC chairman's plan to undermine net neutrality by Clint Finley. Ajit Pai, the new chairman of the FCC, doesn't like the net neutrality rules enforced by the agency President Trump named him to lead. He voted against them as a commissioner in 2015 and, in a speech after Trump's election, said their days are numbered. But until this week, Pai hasn't explained how he would go about reversing the rules. Now he appears to be staking his strategy on how much, or how little, broadband providers are spending to improve their networks. Current net neutrality rules, he seems ready to argue, will hold back a faster Internet. Net neutrality holds that Internet providers shouldn't have the freedom to discriminate against particular sites or apps. Activists have worried for years that companies might create Internet slow lanes that throttle particular content, as Comcast did with BitTorrent traffic in 2007. The FCC banned such behavior with the Open Internet Order in 2015. But doing so required reclassifying Internet providers as common carriers, the same classification that allows the FCC to regulate telephone companies like utilities. At the Mobile World Congress in Barcelona this week, Pai suggested that the reclassification and resulting restrictions have hindered telecoms from investing in improved infrastructure. It's a tricky game. Advocates on both sides can make the numbers say what they want. But Pai's gambit appears in part to hinge on convincing people that net neutrality, at least as currently enforced, will slow the spread of 5G, the next iteration of ultra-high-speed wireless. 
In 2014, in response to a suit Verizon brought against the FCC, a federal court determined that because they weren't common carriers at the time, the FCC couldn't stop Internet providers from building slow lanes. Eliminate the common carrier classification and you eliminate today's legally enforceable net neutrality rules as well. But the agency can't just vote to throw out the common carrier classification. Under previous chairman Tom Wheeler, the agency successfully defended the reclassification in federal court. The law requires the FCC to explain just what has changed in the past two years to justify revoking its previous decision. Pai looks ready to argue that the decline in infrastructure spending justifies the reversal. After the FCC embraced utility-style regulation, the United States experienced the first-ever decline in broadband investment outside of a recession, Pai said. In fact, broadband investment remains lower today than it was when the FCC changed course in 2015. According to a report by the industry group U.S. Telecom, broadband infrastructure investment dipped from about $77 billion in 2014 to $76 billion in 2015. The group has not yet released estimates for 2016 spending. But a 1.3% drop might not sway the court. Wheeler has noted that although investment dropped in 2015, it remained higher than in previous years. No side can point to a set of data and argue credibly that there's clear evidence that net neutrality either did or didn't hurt investment, says Jan Dawson, an analyst at Jackdaw Research. Dawson points out that wireless providers would likely slow spending anyway as they finish deploying LTE, the current standard for high-speed wireless. At the same time, some home broadband providers such as AT&T and CenturyLink have shelled out for fiber optic connections in some communities in recent years. Others, such as Verizon, meanwhile, have done little to upgrade their aging copper-based infrastructure. No investment decisions are made in a vacuum, and so any analysis that looks simply at total dollars spent is going to be making a lot of assumptions about what else might be affecting investment, he says. Even the telcos are split on the issue. As ARS Technica notes, AT&T CEO Randall Stevenson recently blamed the open Internet order for suppressing investment, while Verizon CFO Matt Ellis said the company's investment strategy doesn't depend on changes in the regulatory regime. Pai says his deregulatory strategy will help prepare the U.S. for 5G. It's not a foregone conclusion that we will fully realize this technological potential, he said in Barcelona. After all, building, maintaining, and upgrading broadband networks is expensive. In other words, he's worried that if he doesn't get rid of the open Internet order, carriers won't upgrade their infrastructure to 5G. The wrinkle in that argument is that the big carriers will continue competing with each other and any upstarts, regardless of whether the net neutrality rules are repealed. There's little reason to think they won't continue investing in their networks so long as the field remains competitive. It looks like Pi is positioning himself to take credit for a big increase in infrastructure spending that would happen with or without him. Ultimately, the bigger threat to the open Internet order may come from Congress, where Republicans have been trying to kill it since before the FCC passed it. 
Pye doesn't seem likely to wait around for them, even if that means making his case in court. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.